Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We got reports of about 100 or more vehicles blocking Highway 409 with drivers out of their vehicles, videotaping and recording other drivers performing stunts on the highway. Stunts on the highway? What's that all about? On the 409, they actually closed off the highway. Uh, these scoff laws, these reprobates. Somebody in a white car was doing wheelies, no wheelies, uh, donuts, I guess. There you go. <laughs> a brake stand. Uh, all of these things are just, I mean, closing off a highway to do that, uh, grossly irresponsible, not to mention illegal. That was Sergeant Kerry Schmidt from the OPP. And they're beside themselves. He actually said this isn't the first time. Uh, this is happening all too frequently now. So I wanted to start hour two by uh, really drilling down on uh, behavior behind the wheel. And uh, when it comes to Canadians, not to mention that uh, there are some who are uh, thinking they're excellent drivers and a recent study from Angus Reid found they ain't. Uh, let's get Lorraine Sommerfeld in here, the award-winning automotive writer who has a different view of the automotive world. Lorraine, how are you this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? Fine, too. Uh, what did you make of the stunt driving, by the way, this thing that uh, happened most recently on the 409? It's happening more and more frequently, and I think because people keep being rewarded for being rock stars on YouTube, um, we're going to see more of it, and everyone has a camera in their hands, and they keep putting up the laws, like they're making it, you know, we'll take your car, we'll take your phone, we'll do all this. That's not working until it's socially unacceptable. It's not going to change, and frankly, it's becoming more and more socially acceptable, so I don't know. Well, yeah, all right, we're in a bind. Uh, because it's they true. post, like you said, the yeah. rock stars, and that's the whole point and purpose, I guess, uh, yeah. to engender bragging rights. And uh, uh, yeah. Well, I swear, you know, the stunt driving law where they take your car for a week, we've got a joke in our section that there's kids, because it's always males between 18 and 21, and I swear they have a deal with each other every weekend to see who can get clocked the highest, and I think 247 kilometers was the best one last year. Um, but I think they have a contest, like they must, and having their car taken for a week doesn't bother them. Right. They don't seem to care if they write the cars off. This makes me wonder who owns these cars or who keeps replacing them, and that's when I'm looking at you, Mom and Dad. Um you know, kids that are 20 don't have access to cars this hot all by themselves. So it's more than just the kids. Well, in some ways, twas ever thus, because, I mean, teens mm-hmm. uh, taking cars for joy rides and things and whatever yeah. the outcome. But, uh, you know, it's sort of in their DNA, I suppose, at that age. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, they want yeah. to be. But now the ante's been up significantly. It has. And I think what we have to understand as well is that when I was in high school, whoever had the coolest car, it was probably a Mustang or something. There's so much more power under the right foot of anyone, even an entry-level car. It's changed. And if you you know, hit an age where you reward yourself with a Mercedes or BMW because you've worked really hard, if you hand those keys over to a kid with very little experience and all that DNA blasting away, you know, in his 20-year-old noggin, it's really, really dangerous. Like, it's incredibly dangerous. So you treat your vehicle one way, but kids, it's, it's, a, it's a missile. Like, these cars are very, very fast. They handle amazingly well. 
And what you said at the top of this was, if you ask everyone, are you a good driver? They'll say, I'm an excellent driver. (laughs) And almost nobody is. I learn stuff all the time, and I do this for a living. And the cars are changing so rapidly. If you drive a car that's five years old, you'll get the new one today, and I guarantee you're going to go, what is this? (laughs) Right. Everybody's a rain man. I'm an excellent driver, excellent driver. Uh, so, uh, by the way, uh, the Shelby Mustang is still a pretty hot piece of uh, auto. Amazing. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, spectacular. Yeah. I mean, even then, the stuff with manual transmissions, it was harder to be an idiot with a manual because it, well, at least you couldn't hold a coffee and a donut and play with the radio at the same time. You had to focus on driving. So. Well, you know, that does raise uh, the other question. Are cars getting too darn complicated? Because, I mean, uh, they're not necessarily intuitive. Like, I go to pick up a new vehicle. There's, like, a two-hour seminar I have to endure with software accompanying that. And it's just... and I, I suggest you go back a month later and do it again because you'll have way more questions a month after you've had it. It's, yeah. How do I turn on the radio? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. Where's, the, like, where's the knob? <laughs> I, I want to heat up my butt and change the station. That's about it. But <laughs> Right. No. I mean, in one way, they're overwhelmingly complicated because they're computers. But the other thing is they're overwhelmingly simple. They're point and shoot. Like you, you can drive them very quickly and immediately, and they will save you if your traction control goes off, if you hit ice. When, when those little things light up, that means you made a mistake, folks. Your car just saved you. It's not a pinball game. You don't get extra points for setting those things off. It means you screwed up. Mm. But, but the cars are so safe that Darwin kind of has left the building. And, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Nicely put. Well, I didn't know. I mean, sometimes I'll get like a, a light of an icon on my dashboard, like uh, the transmission or something like that. And I'll go, no, it seems to be running fine. I can ignore this. I mean, sometimes there are glitches or should we always not ignore it? Um, get your, uh, this is, I've been saying this forever and so is all my colleagues, but get your owner's manual out, put it in the bathroom so you'll actually read it somewhere Mm. and learn what all those little idiot lights mean. The one that's the scariest is if your engine light is flashing, Mm. that's a problem. Not just if it's on, but if it's flashing and you'll see a low tire pressure, which a lot of people, they don't, it looks like a bum. Mm -hmm. It's like round with a little butt. So it looks like a butt. That's your tire pressure. That's a little (laughs) Lorraine Summerfeld Rorschach (laughs) thing going on there on the dashboard. (laughs) You'll never see it the same way twice. I promise you. (laughs) So it's, it's good to know what they mean. In every brand, they have different icons, and I mean, I'll get in them sometimes and go, oh, I have no idea what this is, and I'm fumbling away for a manual. So, you know, you have to learn your car and understand this stuff, but the cars, the safety mechanisms are spectacular. I mean, these vehicles will save you even when you're stupid, but you do have to learn how to, you know, take care of them all, and you shouldn't let that take the place of becoming a skilled driver. And when I see these idiots on the road doing what these kids did, I'm presuming it's kids doing donuts, they think they're hotshot drivers. And, you know, if you're that good, take it to the track. There's track days available. We've got um, the Motorsports Park here, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, one of the best tracks in North America. There's days you can take your car there and prove to everyone how great you are. So go do it. Don't do it on our roads and endanger everybody else. We don't need that crap. Yeah, that's in Bowmanville. Yeah. Yeah, spectacular track. So if you're that good, Take your buddies. Go there and do that. Run what you brung. Show everybody your stuff. Don't do it on the road. Again, with Lorraine Sommerfeld, award-winning automotive writer. You know, uh, you just had me thinking with these icons that flash sometimes on the dash, and we're not sure if we should ignore them or not, and you're telling us uh, certainly learn the manual or if the uh, Mm -hmm. engine light is flashing. 
that's a serious thing. The ejection yeah. seat's about to go off. That's uh, stop. Let's pull over and stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, sometimes having to reset them, if you don't know how to do, you got to take it into the shop. I'm wondering if we've lost something because back in the day, I remember guys in the tech department at high school, you know, automotive, uh, that was something that they get their hands dirty, you know, put the thing up on blocks or the hoist and you'd have the, the lid up and, uh, you know, they could tinker around and really tune a car. I mean, have we lost some of that? We've lost most of that, but I mean, it's a trade-off. We want super reliable vehicles that last a long time that deliver all this fun and safety. That means they're computers. So you have millions of lines of code running your car. It's a computer on wheels. We've lost that, um, the garage mechanics, like the do-it-yourself stuff. It, it makes me laugh. You go into a dealership, and <laughs> with women, unfortunately, they're still looking for a guy beside us. <laughs> and they'll put the hood up, and you're supposed to look at the hood, and it's like sealed under a big piece of Tupperware. Like There's no parts there. It's just like a big piece of plastic. And you look at it and go, what am I looking at? What are you showing me? There's nothing to show me here. So changing the oil in the driveway, I used to do that with my dad because he was too cheap to take it in. <laughs> <laughs> So we've lost that. Um, but even the independent mechanics, I've got my two favorites here in my town, and they have to keep on top of stuff, which means it means reading computer code. They have to hook it up to see what's wrong. And yes, it's changing, but if we want that safety, if we want all those bells and whistles and things, this is the evolution of the car industry and the tech. And I, I don't think people should change their own brakes anyway, unless you know what you're doing. <laughs> And it's harder to hand it down. We've got kids that are not driving as much as we did. So we're seeing a a progression, like things are changing. And someone could say, isn't that terrible? It's like, I'm not going to be that person that says this is bad or this is good. Everything changes all the time. It always has. So, you know, it's interesting, if nothing else. You know, something else that tech has availed us of, uh, it's tracking devices on cars. And uh, (laughs) I know, uh, well, you know, it's interesting. (laughs) Because I was mentioning the uh, study that Angus Reid came out with where uh, a number of Canadians, I guess it's uh, about 80%, believe that they're actually good drivers and... uh, then, you know, they are they give themselves an A or an A-plus for their driving skills. This is 88%, yet 80% admit to speeding due to an inadvertent lead foot, and that's verified yeah. by, you know, the stuff uh, that tracks you, whether it's an app or other onboard aftermarket kind of things. What do you feel about that? Because those lower insurance rates, don't they? Well, this is telematics, which is, um, it started about 15 years ago in the States with all state insurance. It's like, if we can put this black box in your car, and you show us what a great driver you are, we'll reward you with 10% less, you know, on your rates. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for hard stops and jackrabbit starts and if you're speeding and all those things. But you figure this box doesn't know if you just nailed on your brakes because you didn't hit that kid. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't know. And on the road, it doesn't know if you're doing 80 kilometers an hour on a 100 kilometer an hour road, which makes you an absolute menace on the road if you're puddling along at the wrong speed because you're trying to protect your perfect rating for your insurance thing. And here's the part, people, everyone hear this. They're saying, if you don't drive really well, don't worry, we won't penalize you. We just won't, you know, we won't hold it against you, but you won't be getting those bonus rates. I call BS. There's no way a company is not going to have to make that money up at some point. They will use this against you eventually. So you want to put that in there and have Big Brother toting around? Have at it. The, the manufacturer is already you know, recording every move you make. Your car is loaded with trackers, and it already knows what you're doing. Your GPS system, your phone, everything is already tracking you. But to hand this information over to insurance companies, who I don't trust whatsoever, 
They say they strip the information and it's totally anonymous, but they sell it all over the place. I'm not going to give them any more than I absolutely have to, and eventually we are all going to pay. I don't care if they give me 10% today. They'll take 30% back tomorrow. <laughs> I don't trust them. Again with Lorraine Sommerfeld. Hey, speaking of Big Brother, uh, in Quebec, you know, they mandate winter tires. You think we mm-hmm. ought, to, ought to follow suit in Ontario? I would really like people to voluntarily sign up for winter tires. I don't like you know, carrots better than stick. Um, I know in Quebec, yes, it's mandatory. They also have people running on bald winter tires because, you know, <laughs> theoretically they're obeying the law. I would like people to embrace it as the right thing to do and to invest in it because it's such a great safety thing. Uh, I'm still on that side of it, which is we're getting up there. We're getting close to 70% of people are doing it, which is great. Um, but I want them to do it of their own volition because it's the right thing to do, and they're more likely to do it because it's a safety feature, not because someone put a gun to their head. <laughs> well, how are the winter tires relative to all weather? I'm I'm just learning more. All weather's getting better. Um, I, uh, I, I just forked out for winters for my car again. I pay for everyone in the family, I think. I still like dedicated winter tires and dedicated all seasons for the summer. All weathers, again, they're getting better. They really are. There's some great tires out there. I think it's a compromise because you can't go from 30 below to 100 degrees, you know, in the summer and tell me that same compound is going to perform optimally. It's just not. So I prefer to go back and forth with two. If if you're looking at one, look at the Nokia and all weathers. You know, they're doing really great work. That's jury's out for me. Hey, by the way, uh, you're looking forward to Ford versus Ferrari? Oh, you know, I sound like my kid. <laughs> it's always interesting. <laughs> I'm not much of a racer. Oh, you're not? Okay. <laughs> not so much. I, I'm uh, all the other stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're more about the safety rather than the, the glitz of glamour. Yeah, yeah the... my, my kid's a racer, dude. <laughs> uh, great, great. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, results in some sleepless nights for mom, no less. Uh, Lorraine, it's great to talk, and thanks for uh, just giving us a lot of insight into the automotive world. Oh, anytime. It's always fun. You got it. Lorraine Sommerfeld, award-winning automotive writer with a different view of the automotive world. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.